Welcome to episode eight of the Sophie Lee podcast. Today, I'm talking to Jodie Alice from Thrivalist Coaching. I wanted to get her on because I have worked with her over a four-week period on a course called Leading with Abundance and Flow. And what I really loved about this course was the goal setting and the structure around goal setting. So I knew that that would be really beneficial for everyone listening, really. So I hope you enjoy this episode. Hello, Jodie. How are you, lovely? Hi, Sophie. I'm really well, thanks. How are you going? I'm well. Thank you so much for coming on to chat with me today. I have been excited about chatting with you on here because I wanted to kind of open up my audience into what I've, I've guess, been working with you on over this past um, four weeks, which lucky for me has fallen through um, my lockdown. So I have been able to spend some time working with you on this topic and I wanted you to just spend a little bit of time, first of all, just to introduce yourself, um, what you are, what you do, what it is that you're really passionate about and then we can talk about this course that, um, that I completed with you. Beautiful. Yeah. Thanks. Well, thank you for having me, first of all. It's an honour to be here. And um, yeah, so my name is Jodie Alice and I am a certified life coach and a master practitioner of NLP and also um, conscious hypnosis. So I help business owners to achieve their goals and their dreams. And then I also work with leaders to help them become inspirational modern leaders. And the journey always includes working on things like boundaries and mindset, as well as identifying and busting through limiting beliefs and and emotions, um, because they're often things that hold us back. And so when you ask about what I'm passionate about, it really is that. It's that inner transformation work. You know, even when we're in a business, um, you know, and talking from a professional sense, it's doing that inner work that really is where I see the change is created. And with the the combination of, um, you know, my NLP and my hypnosis, I really um, find that they're my superpowers. And yeah, that's where I get to help people create change in their lives and in their business. And it's just such a knock-on effect um, into other parts of, of their lives. Um, so, yeah, I've never really heard anyone say to me, you know, gosh, I'm so disappointed that I cleared that limiting belief that was holding me back. You know, like it's just <laughs> really attached to that one. <laughs> no, it can be really hard to look at sometimes and you don't, often people don't link the way they show up in business um, as anything to do with their inequalities, but it is so linked, you know, it yeah. really is. Particularly, I think um, it's so relevant to my industry. I mean, obviously I'm familiar with it, so it's the only one I can truly speak for. But for us, so many of us are our business. We're so front facing, you know, and a lot of us are small businesses that don't maybe have any support in, in our businesses yet, particularly if we're a younger business. So we're kind of wearing all the hats. And then when you realize that you touch and have an impact on every single part of your business, uh, it's it's even more obvious or maybe not to some people that the way you are and the way you think has an effect now on every single part of your business. You know, when you when you hand over uh, a part of your business to someone, say admin, then it's sort of their beliefs and their way of doing things that impacts that small part. But as a as an owner of a business, when you're doing everything, I think it's really important to become aware of what where you're coming from. You know, why you're making the decisions you're making, and why you feel nervous or stressed about certain aspects of your business, because otherwise it's going to affect everything, right? 
so true, Soph. And, you know, looking at it can be the hardest thing, you know, because it's something that feels uncomfortable and you just kind of, oh, you might just look the other way about that particular topic and um, just move on to the next thing that you feel really confident with. Mm. Um, but so, you know, really looking at that thing that does feel uncomfortable is where the change happens and, you know, where you can start to uh, grow and, you know, um, really push those boundaries um, of comfort further and the more that you push them the more comfortable you become you know and the better you become at that thing because you've reflected and you've learned about it so yes. yeah it's, there's a lot of hats when you run your own business absolutely and no one's ever going to be perfect at all of them in the beginning you know that's just not the way it is and and perhaps even in the end we won't be perfect at every single part but you can definitely um, get better at it you know mm. and get more comfortable with it and, and get comfortable with failing as well because failing is actually failing, you know. Failing is yeah. really just um, a lesson in, in helping you move forward, which is a whole different topic. <laughs> oh, my gosh, absolutely. This whole thing that you do is a huge topic, you know. Self-development is endless, isn't it? But that really um, reminds me of when I first started, how differently I show up in my business to the way I show up now. So that whole hiding from from the hard things, the things you think you're not good at. And, and then the more you tell yourself you're not good at it, the more you avoid it and the more you believe you're not good at it, right? So I would always be really uncomfortable with doing things like changing my pricing or doing doing the website because I don't really, I'm not like technical minded or I'm not like a designer. So I felt like, oh, I don't know if I can do that stuff. So I would just spend hours upon hours upon hours playing with images and, and doing more shoots because I was hiding behind all the easy stuff. And now, like, you know, fast forward six years, I outsource my editing. I have some, you know, I do all these other things and I love the business aspect because once I realized that I didn't have to be sort of quote unquote trained in business or marketing or this or that, that it actually is creative in itself. And now I've found so much fun and play and creativity in the business aspect so as much as I still love my shoots I don't tinker all day on you know editing photos because that's just what I know um, and I think that's really common you 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 hide behind the things you think I'm just really good at this <laughs> so I'm just going to keep doing this yeah absolutely absolutely and isn't it interesting that you actually launched into it and then you now you can appreciate the creativity that does go into those parts that were um you know beyond you before but now you enjoy them and you know because you are a creative person so you've you know you've really made it fit you and who you are because it is part of your business um and it is how you show up and so rather than turning away from it you've decided to be successful and that you need to know how to do those things and you've just pulled out the most amazing parts to, you know, make it creative and to make it enjoyable for you. Mm, it's beautiful. Mm. So this past four weeks we have um, we've worked together in a group. Uh, it's been via Zoom. Uh, thank God for Zoom, hey? <laughs> thank God for Zoom. So uh, we've been working together over Zoom. There was a, a small group of, of women. We were all business women and we were all, funnily enough, there to, to work on our business, even though it didn't have to specifically be that. I feel like this is a very personal journey, is what we've done together. So I wanted you to explain it because um, I don't want to um, butcher it, um, exactly what it was that we did um, and what we worked on and what that whole course was about 
And then I would love to touch on one of my favorite topics on that as well. Yeah, beautiful. Okay. So it's a four-week course that we did um, and it's actually called Leading with Abundance and Flow. So it's a transformational journey for business owners, um, generally ones who are leaders of themselves, um, but it's also suitable for leaders that have teams. Um, and as you said, Sophie, you can just apply this even you know, to your personal life. It, um, it can be done as a personal transformation. It doesn't have to be business. So what we did um, or what we do is we cover off uh, values and goals and, <clears throat> pardon me, that concept um, I put together because we need to make sure that our values and our goals actually align and that they're not working against each other because that can sometimes happen. So we, we align those. It can be a little bit confusing in the beginning. People often... Um, aren't too sure on, on either of those things, or maybe they've worked on one, but not the other. Um, so there's a bit of confusion that can happen then, which is beautiful. We love confusion because after confusion comes clarity. Um, and then after that, we, we deep dive into um, the topic of who you need to be and what you need to do to have the things that you want to have. So we're pretty much pulling out one of those goals and then diving into, um, you know, getting into the mindset of someone who already has achieved that goal. And then we move into a little bit more of a feminine part of the, the course. So topics um, around manifesting and attracting the things that you want, like really consciously attracting them. And then we also um, look at how to shift from having a scarcity mindset to an abundance mindset. So scarcity being, um, you know, those negative thoughts of, oh gosh, you know, why did that happen to me? Or, um, you know, I'm not good enough. I'll never achieve that to, you know, I have everything I need. I have all the tools, you know, I just need to reach out and grab them. So, you know, flicking from one to the other, obviously. Um, so yeah, it's a really beautiful month-long journey and course and um, I loved delivering it you know it's I put it together because they are the things that have really helped me personally um, to achieve the things I've achieved and then I've also worked with clients one-on-one -on -one with this particular little recipe um, and I've always had really good feedback it's just a beautiful beautiful four-week journey. Yeah, I think there's so many parts of the course that I've touched on or experienced before, but I love that everybody does it differently. And that's, uh, I think sometimes it's um, a reframe from someone else where it really like hits home to you. So I love this sort of thing because hearing it from a different person, different perspective, hearing their stories that go along with that, which is natural. You know, we always share our own experiences when we're trying to teach something. And I just thought it was such a good reminder to me of, of things. It's like when you pick up a book and then you read it again, you know, you might've heard something somewhere else and then you think, okay, well, I've sort of done that. It's not a matter of just checking it off your list, is it? It's like revisiting things um, about goal setting and manifesting is always so beneficial, I think. And uh, what I found interesting about this is because I, I went into this for my business while I was in lockdown because I knew that I wanted to uh, revisit some of these topics and kind of almost prepare myself, uh, create some sort of good scaffolding around me as I go into this reopening after lockdown, which I know is going to be challenging and exciting and overwhelming and all these things. And, but what I realized while I was in the course is that 
yeah, you don't have to have a business to do this. You can be someone who has an idea. You can be someone who's been in business for 10 years. You could be a mum that like is managing her her house and what her dreams are for her family. Like I felt like it really would transition into all of those um, genres, which is why I wanted to share it because I think it's just certainly not specific to business, what, what we did in that course. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that about it. You know, you can apply it to anything. And um, I know you did it around parts of your business, but you could go back in and, and redo it for another part of your life. Um, and yeah, it's it's applicable to anyone, to anything. Um, yeah, it's beautiful. Really, yeah. really. There was one week that we did that was dedicated to the being. So this idea of being who you need to be to get what you want, right? So I was, I was really intrigued by this, about this idea of being or acting like. Um, So I wanted you to explain this concept because I loved it. Yeah, I would love to, too. I'm really passionate about it. So the whole concept is about who, being who you need to be and doing what you need to do to have what you want to have. So just yeah, as an example, like if you think about it, who we've chosen to be in the past has actually dictated our outcomes that we have today. And then who we choose to be from today onwards will actually dictate our outcomes in the future. So it's about getting really conscious about it. So um, if you think about someone who's really fit or an athlete, you know, we, we all know the things that they need to do to be fit. You know, they might wake up really early and train or um, train possible, um, possibly multiple times a day. Um, they'll eat really specific foods or, um, you know, and they'll say no to indulgences and they'll probably get a lot of sleep, <laughs> unlike me at the moment. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, but Sounds exhausting. <laughs> I know, right? I know. But this is the thing. So then we have to think about, okay, that's what they need to do to be fit, but they also have to be the kind of person who's capable of doing it. So, you know, we need to look at the inequalities that they are choosing to have um, and the things that will enable them to have the long-term success. So, you know, for instance, they might be really determined and focused and disciplined. Um, Perhaps they're stubborn. Um, They're probably really optimistic and they're definitely driven in my eyes. Um, Perhaps they're brave, you know, and they're probably able to take a fall or have a setback, but keep going. Um, And maybe they're even like really organized because they have to prioritize their fitness schedule around, you know, their work schedule. And so this is the mindset that you need to tap into to then be able to determine the things that you need to do to achieve what you want to achieve and the outcomes that you want. Yes. So is this like a little bit of a like like let's fake it till we make it thing or is there more to it than that? Yeah, that's a really good question too. So um, the short answer is no. Um, this is more about just understanding and embodying the like those inequalities that are required to be who you need to be um, and then setting out to do the things that are required. Um, you know, do you need to do a course or do you need to schedule time into your calendar or maybe you need to take on a mentor or a coach? Um, you know, what are the things that you need to do that will help you launch into action? And then while you're taking action, 
you also need to check back in on your inequalities to make sure that you're being, um, you know, you've got that energy, you've embodied that energy and that you're also taking action, you're doing the, the do um, and that they're working in alignment together. So it's this kind of really awesome pair that will help you then achieve the outcome that you want. Yeah, I think that's interesting what you just said about needing a mentor because one of the things I get asked so much is when do I need a mentor? Uh, and often I, my, my, what I say to that is, well, if you think you need one, you probably need one. <laughs> I, I don't think that anything will drop in for you unless it, you need it. People don't, not every single person walks around thinking about booking a mentor or a mentoring session or reaching out to someone, do they? So I feel like if it's in your, if it's in your field, then it's probably something that you're being called to do. But I think it's the feeling of being stuck. Um, you know, where do I, where am I going to find some guidance from to get out or to, to do what I need to do, as you said, to get to this next stage. So for people that are struggling with something, uh, if you're not able to get there on your own, then that's a really good time to reach out for help. Either somewhere, someone in your industry, someone who's going to do more like life coaching, change your mindset, change what, as you do, like your limiting beliefs, those things can kind of unclog you, right? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, like I always work with coaches. Um, I just finished working with a coach about a month ago. And then I actually, you know, I was perfect timing because I had this course to, to do with you guys. And then I engaged another coach last week because mm. I'm like, I now, now I need something different. Yeah. I, what I got from that other coach was amazing, like life-changing, business-changing but now I actually need something else. And so I've gone out to seek that from somebody else who's, you know, amazing at doing that thing. Um, and yeah, I find any kind of, um, you know, seeking any kind of mentor or um, any kind of coach, it just really helps to keep you on track. You know, mm-hmm. I, I personally get great experiences from it and it, um, yeah, I, I swear by it in business. So it just helps to keep you accountable, keep you on track, you know, and it's also really inspiring, I think. Yes, you know? yeah. Yeah. If you are feeling lost, it just, you know, it helps to um, push you in the right direction. And and that's how I was starting to feel. I was like, hmm, I know I can do this on my own, but I think I could actually do this even better if I've got somebody who's you know, an expert and can help me, you know, why not fast? Yes, that is that that's it, isn't it? Really, if you were to say it in, in a yeah, that sums it up. I can do it, but I could do it better. Or maybe I'm missing something or maybe I could do it faster. Or maybe I could do it without having to learn, you know, a bunch of lessons by making, you know, mistakes along the way. Or yeah. <laughs> um, sometimes you just need a swift, a swift kick up the bum, don't you? It's just like I, one of my last sessions that I had, you know, specific photography um, sort of mentoring that's what that was for me you know there wasn't 10 bullet points that I wrote down that were like right then I'm going to do this 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 you know it wasn't that it was more I came off it and I was fired up and that's what that's worth it for me I just you know I I know a lot about what I do um, but yeah I think for me it's just yeah as you say accountability inspiration and yeah a little bit of a come on go and do it now and just someone saying you're ready um, or reminding you that you don't have to be 100% ready <laughs> as well. Yep, but just taking the step. And and I think for small business owners and, and sole traders, um, you know, you don't have a team of people that you can bounce off. 
So, you know, it can, it can get lonely and it can get, um, you can feel isolated. It can get a bit scary. Like, do I do this? Do I not do this? I don't know. Um, you know, so to have somebody that you can bounce ideas off is just brilliant. You know, it can, it creates an, a new energy for you. And, um, yeah, you can just feel really motivated to, to take steps. That's awesome. Yeah. And it can spark other things. I think after, uh, after finishing our course, I actually, um, had a few like question marks about things that I had sort of started to think or question about myself. So I actually ended up booking after finishing up with you, I ended up booking a, um, a human design appointment to Ooh, investigate nice. my human design. Yeah. So just kind of understanding myself better. And sometimes it's not about learning, you know, as you, as you go along and you do accumulate knowledge and learnings and, you know, your business is going well, it's not always about business as such. It's more about, well, you're the business and you're running it. So the better you know yourself, the more it, that has a huge flow on effect to everything. So, uh, yeah. So yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to now, uh, is, is doing that. So yeah, I think all these things just help so much through your whole life. Yeah, absolutely. With this concept of of the being that we have that you've so beautifully explained, uh, we want so we work we work out what we want to do and what we want to be, and how how would you say we now implement that effectively? So, what sort of tools do you suggest, or what sort of plan do you suggest making um, to get from the idea to the the result and implementing that effectively? Yeah, beautiful. So I actually love to start with um, looking at what you want to have first, even though the concept is who you need to be and what you need to do to have what you want to have. So start with the have and work backwards. Um, Get really, really clear on the specific details of the things that you want so that it's really compelling and it lights you up. You know, it really gets you into that high energy space where you feel emotionally attached to that thing. Um, so the way that I like to do that is using SMART goals. Um, and a lot of people know about the concept of SMART goals, um, but basically it's just taking a goal and making it specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, um, and time bound. So you've got this really beautiful thing that you're working towards. And then what you do is you would list out all of the inequalities and the energy that you think will be required for you to achieve that thing. And then you need to start to embody them. And so that's, that can be the tricky part because perhaps you don't truly believe yet that, you know, if we go back to the fit person, um, if you don't believe that you're determined or if you don't believe that you have the self-control, um, then it's going to be really hard for you to embody those qualities. Mm, yeah. so that's where sometimes you need to look at the inner work that needs to be done to be able to embody those qualities, okay? So it it's, can be a little bit more complex than just, all right, now I'm going to act as if I am. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this, is, but this is where we get to know about it, right, and go, okay, I don't have determination right, do I actually really want that thing or, you know, or am I just, you know, how come I don't have the determination? Like so looking at it, you know, and unpacking it and then trying to um, move into that space of being more determined. Um, but then what we need to do is also um, make a list of all the things that you need to do, yeah, all of the action steps. So, the little ones, the big ones, like everything, you need to list everything out and then you prioritize them and start to tick them off. 
And if you can just take one small step each day, you know, that creates a huge amount of change down the track. And sometimes identifying who you need to be um, and having those action steps in place, if you can just, okay, you might not be as determined determined as you would like to be, but once you see that you're taking a step every day, then you realize, actually, I am determined. Huh, mm. There's the evidence. Yeah. I'm determined because I'm taking a step every day and I'm two months down the track and I've taken a step every day. So then you now believe that you're determined. Yeah. So, yeah, it's that combination of, of believing, you know, acting as if and doing the steps. I love the idea that you got us to really look at why we wanted something. And when we first wrote down our goals, it changed a lot when we went into that because I think sometimes you think you want something, but then when you want to attach the emotion, maybe the emotion isn't there. And it was the questioning of why, why do I think I want this? And is it because someone else wants it? Or is it because I think someone thinks I should have it, you know, you know, and I think then my goals really changed after doing that exercise properly. Actually, yeah. And, you know, this podcast was on, I told you this, I, this podcast was a result of, of that goal setting because I wondered why I had shelved it. I knew I wanted to do it and I don't, I couldn't work out why I wasn't doing it. But why haven't I done this already? I've talked about this for six months and I really wanted to do it. And it was because my emotion and my value wasn't clear enough. My goal was have a podcast. But once going through the process, I realized why I wanted the podcast. What was my mission for it? My mission Mm. was to reach more people, to, you know, open people up to my life and my experiences and hope that things I've done can help other people. And all those things started to come out. And I thought, well, then now, next minute, (laughs) here we are recording a podcast with you. And I just thought, no, I have to do this because my values are there and they are, and they are good values. It's not, I want a podcast for, you know, tick off a box or, or whatever, which I think it might've been before. But once I explored the value, that's where the doing came because I was like, I am doing this. This is a good reason to do something. Oh, I love that. That is awesome. Yeah. Beautiful. And to have that purpose because it's the purpose that drives you. Yes. Yeah. Isn't it? Yes. You know, it's, it's really that when you, when you've got your, your purpose in mind, then you will continue to, to go and do that thing. But when you don't have it, it's like, yeah, okay, um, I forget why I was going to achieve that thing. Why was I going to achieve that? <laughs> I can't remember. You know, you've got to be really, really easily on, on the back burner. You know, when you're constantly thinking about ideas and you keep thinking to yourself, oh, I just keep putting it to the side, I keep putting it to the side, I keep avoiding it. And I think, yeah, that would be a really great exercise is just going through that goal setting that you do again and, and writing down all those. It feels silly because I think to myself, Sometimes I think, oh, I don't need to do this. Like I'm pretty motivated. I usually achieve the things that I want to achieve. Uh, But doing that exercise was really, really good for me uh, because it made me sit with all of that. And then I realized, okay, well, this is not going to wait another six months. This is going to happen now. And I got all that clarity. And um, yeah, and I was like that next minute, I was like, right, this is what we're doing. And (laughs) I still don't know what we're doing, but here we are. (laughs) And that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah, you know, it's just about taking, yeah, about taking the steps. Um, and, you know, I think to understanding that it doesn't have to be perfect, you know, like nobody, 
nobody does a perfect job at anything really even even when you look at someone else's work and you think it's perfect they're pulling it apart with all of its faults absolutely you know it's just about your your intention is in the right place then taking the steps learning from the things that you feel like you could do better but just taking action anyway because confidence doesn't it's not something that you it it, do, it doesn't just arrive with you one day, confidence. Confidence only comes about by taking action and by getting uncomfortable and then that feels a little bit more comfortable and then you push that boundary again and you feel more confident. You know, that's it's just this whole combination of um, taking action um, and feeling comfortable that helps you feel confident. Yeah, I remember reading once that if you – they were actually specifically talking about product um, sales, which is obviously different to you and I as we are service-based. But if you launch a product when it's perfect, you actually launched it too late. (laughs) And I thought, (laughs) yeah, that's so, it's so true. Um, And I I look at people who have, you know, really great, huge, big companies and, and they, that seems to be a common theme. You know, it's like, just get it out there, get started. Um, and I think some people hold back on that concept because they, their perfectionism takes over and the, the thought of done is better than perfect just does not see it well because it's like well, it has to be perfect. But I guess what you're saying is that from the action creates the evidence which creates the confidence, right? And then, Absolutely. yeah, and that's where the growth sort of comes in and eventually you end up, you know, being miles ahead of the person who never started in the first place. That's exactly right. It's so true. I always say I'm not the best photographer in the world and I certainly am not, but I'm better than most because I just take more photos than most people. Beautiful. What a great thing, you know. That's just that's- how I just can't explain it any other way. I'm like I just always, I'm just always around my camera. I always take photos and I've been taking photos since I was really young and that's the only way you learn. You just got to take more pictures, you know. Yeah. Whatever it is that you're doing, you just do more of it. Just do more of it. That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. And perfectionism is just fear. That's all it is. Mm. Yeah? yeah, it's just fear of failure. So you know, that's a whole other topic as well. But um, yeah, just taking taking action. It doesn't have to be perfect. Just take the step. Can be a baby one, but just start to take the step. Yeah, sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> sometimes. <it's laughs> really funny. Um, it was, I, I loved the um. We, talk, we, talk, we talked a lot about manifesting. And you know what? I've done manifesting. I've been doing manifesting, but I've never done it with the moon before, which I loved that you introduced me to that. But um, just to kind of uh, wrap up the, um, the topic here, I just wanted you to um, maybe share any ideas um, that you had for anyone who has never sort of done any goal setting, manifesting in their personal or professional life. So mothers, business owners, you know, somewhere to start, any suggestions, any little tips or tricks, um, maybe just a bit of encouragement. Yeah, for sure. I think one of the most important things here is to understand that every single thing that you have in your life right now, you have actually manifested. So whether you think you manifest or not, um, consciously, uh, unconsciously, you actually do. So yeah, it's just, it's just how it is. So you might think, oh, I don't know, like I just ended up in this um, business or, you know, it just it fell in my lap, you know, those types of things when we just, oh, my God, it just happened. Um, 
that is actually still a form of manifestation, but you just did it unconsciously. So when doing this work, my suggestion is to believe that um, what you're creating in your life, you always have a choice around. Um, like you always have that choice. So get really clear about what it is that you want and then consciously take the steps to move closer to that thing. Um, so it sort of ties into the be, do, have that we've just discussed. Um, but yeah, understanding that like we are manifesting machines. <laughs> so um, yeah, just go out and be conscious about what you're manifesting. In terms of you know, um, different techniques. Um, there's some beautiful, um, rituals that you can do for manifesting. I mean, really getting clear, um, by journaling, I think is one of the best ways that you can manifest. So, you know, just writing down all the things that you want, um, you know, how it looks, how it feels, how it sounds, you know, all of the feels, like you need to get really um, vivid with those things. And that's probably easy for a lot of your listeners to do because everyone's really visual. So um, you know, they'll be able to really um, write down the visuals, what they'll be seeing. Um, and then you can, you can just jump online and, and have a look at different ways to manifest as well. Like, um, you just mentioned a moment ago with the moon, there's beautiful practices around, um, you know, writing out your intentions on the new moon, which is um, two weeks before the full moon. And then um, when it comes time for the full moon, you kind of do this reflection and letting go of things that didn't work and, um, yeah, really um, looking at the full moon, you know, when it's up in the sky and really feeling its energy. Um and even doing sort of like a cleansing process, you know, detoxification, clearing out your house, um, you know, cleansing, cleansing things around you. You know, it might even be like removing a toxic energy that's always around you, you know, and that's not always possible if you work with someone or, you know, you've got people in your family that <laughs> you can't always break ties with all the time. But, you know, protecting your own energy, I guess is what I'm saying. Um, not necessarily cutting people out of your life, but just protecting your own energy. Yeah, um, or having a little ritual after being around that person. So, yeah, so I, um, I know when I have been doing a lot of Zooms, um, and a lot of mentoring over lockdown. Um, yeah, I just found like I was feeling so high, highly strung, taking on a lot of people's energy and worries in um, obviously talking about their businesses and things I was struggling with. So while it was all positive and everyone was lovely, I would sort of leave that session going, oh, I hope they, you know, I hope they, oh. And um, yeah, and I, while I was working with Kelly from Soul Healing with Kelly, she gave me a really great visual about cutting down the energy so she said, you need to stand there, just be barefoot for a minute and just imagine sort of like a, like a field coming in around you that just cuts the tires and visualizing that. And I can't explain, just that simple, just takes one minute because I was going home to the madness of my house with the madness in my head <laughs> and it wasn't yeah. a great combination. So it was just kind of a, a moment of just going, right, that's done. I've done what I can and now I need to just move on to this next part of my day so I think the ritual side of it which you kind of brought up for me and using the moon as um you know obviously energy but whatever you believe it's it's just a marker in time really 
I just, that's what I liked about it. It was like, right, it will give me something each month to, to reset what it is that I want for the next little amount of time. And I think those rituals, they can never be bad, you know, like having a bath and thinking about what you want and, you know, inviting, like in, encouraging yourself to do, do a little ritual of writing down at a certain period of, of the moon phase. I mean, how can that be bad? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. It can only help, you know, um, and even, even if you don't believe in, um, you know, full moon manifestations, like just that process alone, as you said, Sophie is just so beneficial. So no matter what time of the month you want to do it, you know, just get really clear, writing it all down, how it feels, how it looks, how it sounds, you know, um, all the things, you know, doing those smart goals. Um, but I think getting clear is probably the biggest thing. The moment you can get really clear on what it is that you want, um, the more you will actually attract it. So the more focus you give it, the more clarity you give it, the more you will attract it into your life. It's really, would, really would you, Yeah, it really is. Would you think if someone was thinking, listening to this right now and thinking, oh, God, okay, so what do I start with? Would you suggest going the, you know, the house in Italy or would you be sort of thinking to yourself, okay, let's start with, um, you know, a, a financial goal or, um, you know, a three-month goal or or do you just think go big or go home or what, what's your <laughs> I love that. I love that. Well, let me tell you where I start. I always start with my bigger picture and then I work backwards. So um, on my wall right now, I actually, I, I always have one there. Um, I have my vision board and I have all of the bigger picture things that I want for my life up on that board. And then from there, I actually bring it back down into the, the small steps I need to take to achieve those things. So I go go for the the beautiful house in Italy, um, you know, go for that beautiful, big, long-term goal and then look at the steps that you need to, to create, you know, in your business or, you know, the, the things that you need to achieve to be able to support that bigger thing. Yeah, and that's the important part, is it, isn't it? Because I know a lot of people go, oh, manifesting, like, oh, what's going to happen? Like, is it going to drop from the sky? <laughs> it's like, well, you do have to think of it. You do have to imagine it, but then you actually have to do it. <laughs> oh, look, I love, I love looking back at my previous um, vision boards. So in 2016, it was only three pictures I had on there. So it was a pregnant belly. It was a home, like a, an apartment, um, and it was a wedding. And all of those things happened in that year. And we'd taken four years to fall pregnant with my um, my daughter. She's now four years old. Um, but, yeah, so that year those three things absolutely went off. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think that's yeah. what's good about – see, I'm not – I'm very – I love to chat if you haven't noticed that. So no. I, I sort of don't <laughs> journal as much because I think it's also to do with my lifestyle because um, ordinarily I'm quite – sort of here, there and everywhere. And I have a lot of time in the car. So I sort of journal verbally to myself, if that makes sense. So I talk out loud in the car. It's just something I've done for a long time. And even my daughter, sometimes we're walking and I'll be talking and she'll go, are you talking to me, mum? Are you talking to yourself again? <laughs> and it sounds a bit crazy, but if I have a thought, I find it much better to empty it. And I kind of wish I had documented things because I just sort of go by memory. But I think what is really great and something that I want to start doing is writing things down more, even if it's just in, in dot points. Um, 
because I think that's another way to create the evidence, isn't it? And then the confidence because you realize that you wanted something, you did the right, you achieved it, and then you can look back at that and it's measurable. Mm, absolutely. And you know, um, I just had a thought like, you can always just do a voice recording on yeah, your phone, you know, little that. memos, yeah. and even because you can change the title and you could just have, you know, that um, that particular one whatever the topic is and then you yeah. can go back and listen to them in years yeah, to come. Yeah, that's true. That's what I need to do because I think I've I've come so far and I I love writing but I, um, yeah, I think it's just a time thing. So I think you've got to, you've got to adapt it to your life and if that's going to be, if that's sort of what I'm doing naturally then, then I think recording them would be an awesome idea. And just, yeah, imagine listening to yourself back in five years' time rambling on about <laughs> something and, you know, I think that's, that's yep. really interesting. But, yeah, my daughter, she's so funny. She goes, oh, you're doing that thing again. I go, yeah, I, I love just, it. have a thought or I have a concept in my head or there's something I want to chat about, you know, later on when I can, if I want to jump on Instagram and have a chat about something, which is kind of why I created this podcast a lot too, is kind of to house those thoughts and ideas uh, so that they can be referenced to again, because people will say to me, oh, you talked about that thing, you know, and it's like, it's gone now. So this is, um, this is a great way to kind of file them for people to come back on. And I'm sure that, you know, I'll listen back to them, you know, in years to come and go, oh, wow, like I've learned so much since then. But yeah, 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 it's so good. Oh, thank you so much for sharing all your wonderful knowledge. Um, where where can people find you? Where can, um, where can these people jump on and, and read a bit more, get to know you a bit more? Absolutely, yeah. So I do have a website, um, which is thrivalistcoaching.com.au. And then I also, um, my Instagram handle is also at thrivalist underscore coaching. Um, so yeah, either of those places. And, um, you know, there's links to, um, you know, book a 30 minute free exploration call with me for anyone that's interested in um, looking at one on one coaching with me. Um, but then I also uh, wanted to, let your listeners know that the course that you did, Sophie, is actually going to be available um, for anybody to do. So it will all be pre-recorded um, and available. So it's a four-week course, and um, they can. Um, it's a, an online portal that they jump onto, and they do the the recordings, and then also there's a workbook that you download and um, complete daily activities for the full thirty days. So it's quite a, a lovely journey. Um, and I wanted to extend an offer um, to your listeners specifically um, just because of the timing and, you know, we've come off the back of lockdown and I think this work is just so beneficial for anybody to do right now. Um, so I will give a $300 um, uh $300 off the price, the, the full price um, for any of your listeners that want to sign up. Amazing. So what do they do? Yeah. They just tell them that they were listening or... Sarah. Yeah. So what I what we can do is um in your show notes, perhaps we can leave all those details and yeah, um yeah, as well as a code, and then they can just enter the code into the checkout. Amazing. So good. Thank you, Jody. That's so generous. Yeah, beautiful, my beautiful. pleasure. I just want to help as many people as I can right now. You know, like you with your podcast. It's just it's important that we get the message out. You know, for um for people to create change and you know do the inner work to you know live their life as as freely and as you know enjoyably as they can and then that knocks on to their kids and to their families and you know it really does have that that big knock-on effect 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think as women, we wear so many hats. So it's yeah, even more so, I just feel like with women, we the more tools that we have, the better. And the um, and this particularly is amazing. And I think a lot of people, if they were starting a business too, I think this would just be amazing. I think I, I get a lot about that, like, how did you start? Where do you start? And it's like, well, I made few thousand mistakes I didn't really know what I was doing but I feel like if I had these tools right from the beginning <laughs> it would have been <laughs> smoother sailing so definitely encourage anyone in any of those situations just to yeah to check um, out the work and yeah thank you so much for explaining it so eloquently and I look forward to chatting with you soon no doubt my pleasure Sophie thank you so much for having me I really enjoyed no, it my pleasure thank you Jodie thanks bye bye